0: That's why I became passionate, like watching all these kids coming to the clinic, like little five-year-old kids with obesity problems, like full-blown diabetics, walking in the clinic with like a Snickers bar at 10 what? o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Wow. Like, these are the things that I was seeing. And I'm just like, this is I, no pill shots. Like it, it should be solvable before it gets to this point. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like it's horrible. It's like it. I don't know. It was just very heartbreaking to me. Um, so then I decided, um, I can't. It was just too much. <laughs> I can't do this no more.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: from a, you know, just throwing to, it felt like I was just throwing band aids all the time. I was like, I need to do something
1: in the beginning that can help. Welcome to the Egg Gap Evolution Podcast. I'm your host, Mariah Phillips. You can call me Mariah because that's my name and I'm thrilled to have you on this journey with me and all of the spectacular guests who jump on the podcast to give you more options for educating children so that children have more options for building a magnificent future. The Egg Gap Evolution Podcast is a digital community where parents, educators, and innovators drop the details on how they are using their lives to help children explore the vastness of education beyond the textbook so that we can close America's education gap together. And just in case you didn't get the memo, producing a podcast is a whole lot of work. We're talking schedule coordination, production, the list goes on and on. So in return for bringing you this show every week, we just ask that you always find a way to share and use what you learn on the podcast to enrich children and families everywhere. Alrighty, without further ado, come along with me to meet our very next guest. Today, we're speaking with entrepreneur and herbalist Rachel Armu. We've been friends, um, internet friends, since about 2015. I honestly can't remember how this happened, but ever since I like then... <laughs> <laughs> Ever since then, I've looked to her posts, opinions, and mouth-watering recipes for the sort of health and wellness advice that you're just not going to find on the majority of mainstream wellness blogs. Rachel's approach to raising a whole and healthy family is special, and she prioritizes eating vegan not only for herself, but for her family, Rachel is a wife and mom of two children, and I'm so grateful to have you with us on the show, Rachel. So we're going to talk about your story, your passion for health and wellness, and how you're raising kids to eat vegan in a world where most kids believe that junk food is joy. So mm-hmm. welcome to the show. How are you?
0: Thank you. I'm, I'm great. I'm
1: good. <laughs> Amazing. And I can,
0: I can tell you how we met. We met at the Natural Hair like, Workshop in Jersey City. And then I followed you afterwards.
1: Okay, so there
0: you go, guys.
1: That's all. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just didn't. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yes, throw you off I track. did used to live in New
1: Jersey for like six years, and then I moved back uh-huh. to Maryland. So, yep, yep. Wow, life is so funny. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, before we jump into your story, Rachel, I feel like one of the greatest things that I admire about you is your consistency. Like, of course, I don't know what your day to day looks like. You know, I'm not. I don't have a a fly on the wall in your house, but <laughs> consistency in anything is most people's greatest challenge you know it's actually many times the reason why folks never achieve their dreams or give up on their goals so I'm wondering what do you do to remain consistent about your health and wellness practices and what does it take to be consistent in anything
0: I would agree with you that it's the biggest first challenge I honestly um for me I don't look at it as a challenge and I don't look at it as like um It's non-negotiable for me. So it's 100% non-negotiable. I see the way that I eat is like to stay alive. So like it's factual. So is this is the sun out today? You look outside, the sun out. The sun is out. Like no one can argue with you. That's not the sun. It's just factual. Like, yes, my health and my wellness practices are non-negotiable. And I think it's like an internal decision to stay consistent, honestly. So if you decide if your reason why is strong enough Um, some people need like a pain point, like, this is why I have to do this, like, oh, now my doctor told me I'm diabetic, diabetic, and I can't have these things anymore, because, you know, diabetes can lead to death, so either you need a pain point, you need a consistent reason why, I really think it's internal, (laughs) yes, like, no one can make you be consistent.
1: I really appreciate that perspective, because, um, well, one, you just don't hear it often, and the idea that it's non-negotiable like i feel like that's so special and so important because sometimes we can as human beings we can rely too much on you know either apps or you know some sort of so it's something external (laughs) to be like this is why you have to do that but i never even thought about it the way you're saying it here like just like the sun's coming up or just like you know when you wake up you expect to breathe um, right. You have you know. to eat to stay alive. You're not going to starve
0: for 10 days and then be like, oh, I was inconsistent with eating and now I'm dying. Like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> you know, it's non-negotiable.
1: Wow. Well, you need to make a, a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> so So let's talk about your day-to-day life. You're an entrepreneur, a mom, and it seems that you, and so many more things that I don't even know. And it seems that you have your hands in many exciting pots. Like every time I see that you're doing something or cooking something, I'm just like, what is it where (laughs) you have like 12 arms, eight brains? So from a vocation standpoint, what do do your business services include?
0: Um, So I guess my official title, professional title would be plant-based holistic nutritionist. But yeah, I'm a mom. I'm a wife. um, I do actually have, we have multiple businesses. um, So it's not just uh, me doing my, I do provide private coaching in an individual virtual setting. I do have clients on a monthly basis. Usually it's strictly virtual. And um, I do little amounts of clients because I like it to be very personable. They have full access to me you know, I'm, I'm in their lives for a month or two or three, depends. Um, and then I have my business with my husband, our family business, bright eyes, Kennybee, be and we supply natural earth-based plant-based products, et cetera. And items from Ghana that we bring back. And then I also have the newest one. Um, what's the tea and that's just holistic tea very, uh, caters to my clients, etc. So I have that. And then I homeschool my children. Um, I started this year so yeah
1: I, I mean I'm kind of kind of stretched but it's fun <laughs> it sounds fun enough. yeah exciting and like I just always support people doing like what they know they're supposed to do with their lives and what they actually enjoy and like yeah I mean yeah. I know even for me I was sending people to you during the pandemic when you you had elder elderberry um I don't know if you had elderberries, or elderberries oh thank or you now. yes I do I do yeah <laughs> Yeah. So y'all know, Rachel got you on the wellness front.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's like, I enjoy doing it. It comes organically. So I don't really feel like I'm working. When I'm doing that. Like, I have the knowledge I need to share it. So
1: yes. yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't that the goal? That's beautiful. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about your story. Where are you from? Um, <laughs> how did you and your husband meet? Um, were you always passionate about holistic health? Like, If you don't mind letting us into all of that a little bit, we'd love to hear it.
0: Oh, sure. So, um, I I live in Jersey City right now. I was born in Jersey City, fun fact. Um, I was born in Jersey City. I moved, we moved to Philly when I was about five. Um, I'm a homeschool kid. I was homeschooled my whole entire life. Oh, hello, Yeah,
1: not my whole life, Uh but a long time.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yay. for um, <laughs> um, I got a scholarship to college after um, graduating high school. I went to school for nursing. Um, after I graduated, I worked for 10 years in pediatrics. So uh, that was, yeah, that was fun. I did like uh, across the board. So clinics, high-risk clinics, I've seen and done it all <laughs> with the babies. Um, so Around like during that time, I met my husband actually on Facebook through a friend. <laughs> oh, <that's okay>. um, <laughs> right? He definitely slid me a message and I wasn't having it at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, who is this weird? Like, no, what do you want? Basically. <laughs> and he saved
1: that conversation. So you could,
0: I have proof. That's I
1: was hilarious. Like,
0: uh, Framing. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah I don't what do you want like why are you messaging me I don't know you yeah we have a mutual friend whatever um but as you can see 11 and a half years later we're married we have two kids it's been 11 and a half years so it worked out for him um (laughs) he said I know what I want she doesn't yet but it's about to work out (laughs) right (laughs) had me move in a whole state like come on um yeah so um I was always passionate about health Because I went to school for nursing, um, but it wasn't, like, from a holistic point of view. I started out just doing that, um, and even as a child, like, we didn't eat vegan or anything like that. It was your basic, you know, diet, American diet. Okay. My kids, my parents, they did the best that they could, but looking back, like, I see, like, remedies and things that could have helped me as a girl, like, what I was going through. Now looking back, I'm like, oh, Dad, like this is what could have helped. And like, that's why I became passionate, like watching all these kids coming to the clinic, like little five-year-old kids with obesity problems, like full-blown diabetics walking in the clinic with like a Snickers bar at 10 what? o'clock in the morning. Yeah. No. Like, these are the things that I was seeing. And I'm just like, this is I, no pill shots. Like it, it should be solvable before it gets to this point right you know what I'm saying like it's horrible it's like it's I don't know it was just very heartbreaking to me um so then I decided um I can't it was just too much (laughs) I can't do this no more yeah um from a you know just throwing to it felt like I was just throwing dandy all the time I was like I need to do something in the beginning that can help my people
1: specifically really (laughs) yeah um
0: Yeah. And then um, I married my husband's from Ghana. So I married into a Ghanaian family and um, just it's so much more whole foods diet wise. um, And that prompted our change, really, like seeing that. And then I was pregnant with Amora and I was just like, we need to change. Like, I don't want this for my family line. So we just decided one day uh, my husband was like, I'm not eating meat anymore. And I'm like, all right, cool. We're not going to eat meat anymore. (laughs) So it was literally like that. And then we just changed. Um, I put myself through school for holistic nutrition. So I added that to my degree and then I just started, you know, being consistent and sharing my journey. That's how it started.
1: There are are so many pieces of that that I wish that I could (laughs) just snowball into and stay on forever. I know. I know. I know. (laughs) If you ever want to make a documentary on yourself, you know, this is me saying that I would watch it um okay <laughs> <but> hey <laughs> because you just really don't see that many people one having that um that full scope perspective of being in the pediatric medical field seeing it and like you said yeah. seeing those kids come out you know obese five-year-old snicker bars first thing in the morning zero nutrition literally damaging their bodies and god only knows what they were eating um you know the past five years since birth right, and right. like you said the pills and the shots—they're really a band-aid when there are so many more things, you know. That food is just a medicine, life, you know. And yeah. the the knowledge of that being the case is just sometimes people laugh at it, you know. I know for for me, i right. would be like, if a friend or something is sick, I'll be like, hey, why don't you try, you know, eating more fruits and vegetables? And they'll be like, I told you, I'm sick. What is that gonna do? And I'm like,
0: exactly. <gasps> Ooh, girl, listen, I can't even tell you. And I've had to just steal myself to that, like, okay, cool, just follow me. Like, keep, like, here's my IG, or like, you know, just keep in touch because sometimes it'll be their time, and then they'll call. They'll remember you. They'll call you.
1: <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure lots of people hit you up on, uh-huh. <laughs> out of the blue. Um, yeah. And so we talked about, you know, we're talking about healthy eating and such. And so, how do you? De- your way of eating or do you define your way of eating do you call it veganism or something else can you help us understand but those of us who like you know the most we probably ever heard is like eating healthy or not can you help us understand you know your way of eating or healthy eating
0: so I don't technically call myself vegan because we do eat fish on occasion um we don't buy it often. We eat it, you know, once a week or so. So I don't say I'm vegan because of that because then the vegan people will come after me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm not trying to get beat up. So I do say (laughs) plant-based, I say plant-based unless I'm out at a restaurant, then I say I'm vegan, um, because we don't eat meat and we don't eat dairy. And then I limit my soy as well. Um, because of inflammation and ovaries and I have polycystic ovaries. So that's a whole nother, um, call yeah you do a whole thing on that but so I stay away from yeah so we just say plant-based we stay away from process as much as possible we do whole foods um you know nothing in a wrapper conscious
1: plant-based eating that's what I would say okay cool and yeah you said nothing in a wrapper um usually whole right so yeah so whole
0: food yeah like whole foods like not you know apples instead of like apple sauce or you know what I'm saying?
1: Got like you. the actual whole food. <laughs> gotcha. That makes yeah. total sense. So like actual whole food guys, like, you know, the apple instead of the on the shelf, you know, <laughs> with the with yeah, the pizza, right. that's not the, or same the fruit thing. pouch. Right. Yeah, yeah, or the fruit yeah. pouch with the syrup. I was saying that um my mom, um, she eats I would say for the most part, close to alkaline. Um, but we all okay. we're from Maryland, oh, so we, for her. we eat seafood. So it's like seafood and alcohol. <laughs> But um, <laughs> we kind of have this, like when we first started, we had this rule that we were like, let's stay on the outskirts of the grocery store because usually yep, um, yep. it was kind of like you could, it was kind of clear that like, the, that's where the fresh food was sort of mm-hmm. thing. Unless we're going to get like whole, you know, if I was getting quinoa brown rice or something like that. um, inside. Right. But, yeah. So thank you for clearing that up for us. So when we talk about whole sure. foods, we're talking about the actual like whole raw, you know, a piece of food or a piece of fish or something like that. Nothing in a wrapper. Um yeah. some people believe that healthy eating, or you know, eating healthy food or exercising is something that all people should prioritize. You know, most people, if we had a survey, we said, should you eat healthy? Most people would say yes. But maybe um, you know, a lot of people can think that kids should not have the quote unquote pressure of taking their health so seriously. They're like, they're just kids, a lot of meat. So for folks who think like that, what's a perspective that they may not have considered yet?
0: Um, Well, I think I kind of said this earlier a little bit, but maybe they should look at it as not being optional. So like, I don't, I think that we put the pressure, like kids aren't born with pressure about food. They're just born. Um, We create that pressure, like, oh my gosh, let's eat the celery. Let's not eat the, you know what I'm saying? Like we make it weird.
1: Right.
0: so why is it normal and expected that you, you know, you encourage your kid, brush your teeth, you teach them about flossing daily, um, And then like diet and health is looked at as like optional pressure, like weird, like emotional, but like you wouldn't let your kid go two weeks without brushing their teeth. right? Like, it's just not like, they know they should wake up and brush their teeth and floss. It's yeah. a thing, <laughs> it's regular. It's like, you know, get dressed and go outside. You don't go outside naked. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, so I, I think it really is that serious from our perspective, but for them, like, don't make it weird. Yeah,
1: please. Don't <laughs> like, make for it
0: us and yeah, like in our house, it's just like, oh, you're hungry, you want something sweet, go get some watermelon. Like, why don't we teach our kid that that that's just as indulgent as like M and Ms or a bag of chips?
1: Right. So right. when you um, when your kids were born or when they they were toddlers did you start them out eating um more whole foods or did they eat like this straight out the womb or was there a period where they were eating more of an American <clears throat> diet and then gradually got to um the vegan pescatarian type diet right
0: um I think they've always eaten whole foods just because we're a multicultural house technically I guess like my husband's from so they eat more like they were born eating rice and stew and kinky and watching it beans and, you know, oatmeal with peanut
1: butter. Yes, yes <laughs> Um,
0: yes. yeah, but my daughter, I think she slipped a little bit into the American diet, Like she's 10. So right when she was about maybe like one or two is when we decided, um, we're not like doing this anymore. We're going to do this, et cetera, et cetera. So for her, she was a little bit picky switching over to certain things. Um, the dairy was medically necessary. So for us, we don't tolerate it. So that was a relief.
1: <laughs> it yeah. was, it was great.
0: Um, I, I think it was just more of like making it fun. That was great. Like we taught them how to read labels, um, shopping at new stores, going into new sections, you know, like, oh, we're gonna try out this new Whole Foods today or whatever. And we're not like Whole Foods shoppers, but that's like a field trip for us. <laughs> Um, you know, we're going to go to this new fruit market and see what new fruits we can find. So, you know, it made it fun and I'm, I'm proud of them because they did adapt well. Um, even to the changes that we made, we just didn't make it weird. Like it was just fun. It was a family thing that we were doing. And I understand all families, they don't have that dynamic. Um, and sometimes one person needs to go first and that's not always easy, but Yeah.
1: You, you mentioned teaching your children how to read labels. Um, Could you talk a little bit more about that? Why is it important to read labels? Um, Some people I know, you know, I know before I started caring about what I ate, if, if it looked good and I saw it on a commercial and I wanted it, I threw it in the car and I didn't care about a label. So <laughs> why is it so important to read labels before you buy your food?
0: Um. So, yeah, I didn't always read labels either. Um putting myself through school helps. But so it's important that you read labels, especially, I'm not even going to say in America because after going to Ghana, they slip milk powder and everything. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Um, But so you look at the label, what you want to see if you're going to buy a packaged food is whole food made. So if you're buying chips and they say it's corn chips, you want to see corn, maybe like an oil. So like an olive oil or a vegetable oil and maybe sea salt. That would be your goal for a corn chip. Okay. Um, so you don't want to see corn and then all these long names that you can't pronounce.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sugar, uh, you know, whatever, 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 preservative. So we taught them, you know, if you can't pronounce the word and you don't know what it is, we're probably not going to buy it.
1: That makes, sense. <laughs> that makes total yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean... You know, it can seem, let's say we have, you know, a bag of Cheetos or something, for example. Yeah, you might right. like that, you know, little cheesy stuff on the your fingers. But like, what is it? And, you know, not in a, exactly. not in a toxically judgmental way, but honestly, right, what is right. it? You know, if you got something on the of your fingers at the playground <laughs> that you didn't know it was, <laughs> you're not licking that off.
0: So. Right, right. <laughs> it, it's Exactly. That's how you should look at it basically and I understand again like everyone doesn't have access to all the certain foods but like if you can find a banana or an apple it's better than buying the cheese thousand needs yeah if possible yeah
1: yeah so could you walk us through an average day in Rachel's shoes as a mom like what do you and your kids do daily does your (laughs) schedule look like maybe pre-COVID during COVID I'm sure it was maybe a bit different and now Ooh, so um,
0: I think the only difference would be pre-COVID because that's when they were in school still. We did have like extracurriculars, so it looked a little bit different. Um, but I guess like on a, on a basic day, you know, we wake up in the morning, probably around seven. Um, my youngest, Solomon, works at, he wakes up at six. Like, I don't know what's with this kid. It's just six o'clock. He's in your face for food. Yeah, it doesn't matter how late he goes to sleep. It doesn't matter. Like across time zones, he's in your face. Uh, so get up in the morning. Um, we always start our day with fruit. I have a fruit bowl, washed, clean fruit, um, chopped veggies in the refrigerator. You have access to that freely all day. So we always start our day with fruit water. Uh, they've got their chores and then I'll prepare uh, breakfast or daddy will because um, he does real estate. So some days he's home. We're very much an equal parenting household. So it's not like, uh, he goes off to work and I'm here with the kids. <laughs>
1: yeah. We do
0: everything together. Um, That's great. Yeah. Yeah. We're blessed. Um, so chores, breakfast, um, then I would drop them off at school. I would come home and then I would do, you know, my business responsibilities. So pulling orders, answering emails, client chats, check-ins, work out. Um, if I have time I was going to the gym pre-COVID so yeah I would probably hit the gym and then pick up the kids from school Um, we come home we have a snack again like a you know fruit or something like that and then we do homework while I make dinner they have their free time screen time and then bed so it was a little bit more uh i guess it's like structured like time-wise like okay we gotta be we had deadlines like we gotta be somewhere (laughs) um and now it's a little bit looser because i mean we're doing we're homeschooling so we're able to schedule our day like we'll do the same morning routines but you know if we want to go out it's nice to we're going to do a hike today we're going to learn about nature things we'll just go for a hike and do that and i'm really 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 grateful and um Yeah. So I'll do like basically the same thing, but we have more freedom Um, and I'm able to do my workouts first thing in the morning, which is awesome because that gets my mental right to deal with the rest of my family.
1: (laughs) So is that before Salomon wakes up at six or? (laughs) Oh gosh. It's after.
0: I can't. (laughs) It's after. Honestly, like I will be like, eat the apple. Here's the watermelon, the cantaloupe and then go do my thing and then come back. (laughs) And he does. He's such a creature of habit. Like, honestly, since he was six months old, he's been eating oatmeal, peanut butter, like the raw peanut butter, cinnamon, clove, and a splash of almond milk since he was six months old. That's what he's, yeah, six months. He's been eating that for breakfast. So
1: absolutely amazing.
0: It's very rare that he goes off the grid. Like one morning he'll be like, Hey, can I have waffles? I'm like, what, what? Are you okay? Everything's alright? <laughs> like <laughs> okay, you want let's waffles? talk about this. <laughs> yeah, so um yeah.
1: That's great. I just before we move on to the next question, I'm just like I don't know this sounds weird, but it, is there some sort of way that like moms could just get some sort of parents in general, moms and dads who like do what you all do just some sort of yearly, monthly stimulus appreciation <laughs> check? <laughs> I mean, I wish I'll I'll take it honestly. Some sort
0: of workshop. <laughs> it would it would be awesome if, if like maybe some sleep in a workshop like where we sleep y'all just watch it. <laughs> you know the kids are
1: taking care of an okay and right, it okay. Right, right. Cuz just watch us. It was absolutely amazing. It's it, it, because I know for you, you know, consistency and you know, this type of lifestyle is non-negotiable, but not everybody chooses to be so involved in what's going on in their kids lives you know what's yeah. in the family structure and I just think that it's special to hear this sort of setup you know this sort of involvement and I'm so glad to have you on here sharing this with folks who might want to you know who maybe share the same type of lifestyle or are aspi- aspiring to this type of lifestyle And we can really hear how you all go about it so thank you no oh, you're welcome and so um what about when you all go on vacation? Like I know that you went on vacation <laughs> recently or like maybe you're on the go or away from home. And the reality right. is sometimes, you know, we can't eat at home. And I know I have a hard time um, depending on where I am finding things that I'm just like, no, I don't want McDonald's, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so how does your family maintain your eating habits when on the go or on vacation? Um,
0: I think it's about being prepared again. Um, so keeping those snacks for, and also staying ahead of your hunger, because I think when you get really hangry, you know, it's like, I just want fries, like, right now, mm-hmm. and you just go off the reserve, like, dive, <laughs> um, <laughs> so that, too, like, okay, it's it's time for us to eat breakfast, so we start, we start right in the morning, um, always keep the chopped veggies, or a fruit, or some healthy whole food ingredient bars, um, crackers. We always have water in the trunk. I have like the electrolyte packets that you can slip in the water just in case, which was really helpful when we went to Ghana because, you know, Africa sun is, whew. Um, um, And just planning ahead, like, you know, if you're going on vacation, a lot of places have options now. Um, so I really That's think it's thing. important yeah, like knowing where you can go and what options. And that's something that I try to really share like across my platforms, like, look, I'm out, but I can still, you know, go get a, find a just salad salad or there's falafel or I'm actually at TGI Fridays and they have a Beyond Meat burger, which is not the best. But like, if everyone's having burgers, at least you have an option, you know, Mm -hmm. that you can do if you want to go off what you usually eat. So, I mean, really, that's what it's about. Like, just opening your eyes to, like, there are options, honestly, really. And we've become pros at when there's not options. Um, you know, rest, most restaurants, like, you have a rice, you have some potatoes, you have, like, a sauteed vegetable or a steamed vegetable. So, we'll just order sides, legit, and make meals ourselves. You just make it work. And um, asking ingredients, that's something that I really have to be Personally, me, I have food allergies and whatnot and just dairy like people don't really they're not aware of what dairy is so when you ask them oh is there milk in that and they really don't know then they got to go pull the label out the freezer and then like but it's important you know in 2021 to know what's in your food
1: it is yeah it is and um touching on that that you know um for those who don't know uh standard american diet is basically the you know the diet that most people that american culture typically eats and it's proven um you know if we're talking about you know what you eat when you're out it's proven that um the standard american diet is one of the deadliest diets around um it consists Mm -hmm. of foods that contain all sorts of harmful ingredients and cooking methods maybe fried foods and you know there are ways to fry foods that aren't as bad as others but fried foods high fat dairy processed foods um, red and deli meat, super sugary beverages, like Slurpees from 7-Eleven. Um, mm. So, Rachel, for parents who um, want to begin introducing their child to a healthier way of eating, I know you just gave us a whole bunch of tips on how we can eat out. But like, let's say, you know, we're a family, we're on the standard American diet. And it's we think that it's tough. Like, oh, my God, the kids are going to flip out. I don't even want to deal with this. How, you know, am I going to have to throw away everything in my fridge and run to Whole Foods and buy a whole new, um, you know, a whole new everything? What's the first step that they can take to wean their kids off of the standard American diet?
0: Um, So the first thing I would say is make it fun. Again, don't make it weird. Um, But (laughs) stop, (laughs) stop buying. So don't be like, oh, we're all going on diets. Like, that's not, that's not going to work. Um, But like, Oh, we're going to try new foods. Like as we decided, you know, we're going to try new stuff. So let's, you know, start looking and let's learn about the labels, maybe watch them. There's fun YouTube videos to watch and whatnot. Like you can stop buying packaged foods, start buying whole foods. So, you know, apple instead of applesauce, don't buy SpaghettiOs, buy a good brown rice or a whole grain pasta, um and then your sauce like start looking you know just get aware with looking at what you're putting in your body so like your tomato sauce is it full of sugar does it actually say like is your first ingredient a tomato or is it high fructose corn syrup right um just getting aware with that um fruits instead of buying your fruit snacks start chopping the kids fruits putting in baggies having food ready um definitely don't go to 7-Eleven <laughs> for your, like, uh, you could get fruit. You can make smoothies. Like smoothies are fun in our house. Like the kids love shakes and smoothies. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you, yeah, can, you can freeze banana. Yeah. They love it. It's like a, an activity, like I want smoothies, you know, and you pick what you want in it. So you can freeze banana. You can get, um, frozen fruit even at the dollar store legit like Dollar Tree has frozen fruit so I mean a dollar Mm. buy your frozen bananas your blueberries your strawberries do that instead of going to 7-eleven and getting smoothies Um, you can still eat ice cream there's almond milk ice creams and um outshine fruit pops are really good because the actual ingredients is just like the fruit there's no added sugars or anything like that so it's just knowing like what you can do. Um, y'all like spaghetti, y'all y'all like rice meals. You can still do that. It's just a matter of like where you're getting it, what's in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and um, I like what you said about, the, you know, the dollar store has frozen fruits because that actually snowballed into what we were going to talk about next, but you kind of really addressed it as like, you know, there you don't always have to fear like oh my god i'm gonna have to pay six dollars for this vegan cheese or oh my god you know i'm switching to fruit and now i'm gonna have to go to the local farmer's market and buy twenty dollars worth of oranges right like, <laughs> can go to the dollar store and like instead of looking in the shelves you might typically look at for snacks and candy, check the freezer section and see what might be there you know there are yep. alternatives
0: um i've even found like larabars at the dollar tree honestly oh, really? okay. <laughs> oh yeah yeah you have to go exploring it, it's a treasure hunt
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there's a whole nother activity too if we could zoom out a bit I'm wondering what do you think the world is taking too long to realize when it comes to the way that we feed our children and how are you changing that Ooh. too
0: well I would I don't know if I would say that it's really a world issue honestly and this kind of like, the light bulb has been on for me. Like, I guess since we're not a traditional, like, American family, my kids eat. Majority of the food that they eat is going to eat food. So, honestly, okay. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> They're pretty spoiled when it comes to, like, aunties making them jollof rice and things like that. So, mm-hmm. I think, I don't think of it as, like, a world issue. I think it's a U.S. issue. Um, after traveling abroad and coming back and realizing the difference is, like, they don't have all this, like everything in the U S like we teach our kids is like right now, like instant gratification. So it's like, you got the microwave. Oh, I got this TV dinner. I want mm-hmm. macaroni and cheese right now. I'm going to boil this and pour the powder in. And then that's going to be it. like, I can't wait. And I can't prepare. I don't have time to look at ingredients. I don't have time to show. It's like, everything is like bam, 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 bam. So I think that we're definitely messing up there whereas you know when you travel abroad it's like they're they're eating rice and beans like their fast food is rice and beans and then you get like grilled fish that's that is their fast food their fast food is like they don't they're not going to kfc they're not going to mcdonald's they're not going to wendy's they're not even at the restaurants you sit down at it's like the auntie that prepared your food like it's not you know what i'm saying it's different (laughs) right um and um everything goes through so much process here. Everything is what I can get right now. I don't care if I have to compromise, you know, whatever the manufacturer is to get more out so that they make more money, the companies. And then it's not like healthy eating habit isn't always, it's not really the foundation as much as it's like after the fact that you're sick and you become like a patron of big pharma, which is a whole nother conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that really the goal here for the majority of the people is for you to start out right so that you don't need to get on the meditations.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um, how I decide like, like I said, like I had that light bulb moment with myself, like I wanted to take back control of my family. Like I wanted to be changed. Yeah. <laughs> it's very much like a rebellion through nutrition movement in my house. So I'm like, no, we will not like, we are not going to be the statistics. We're not going to be part of the statistics. I don't care if you know grandma was diabetic and this person was diabetic, they had heart disease, like we're done. So
1: yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful because often it does come through. My sister and I were actually talking about this the other day. We were like, how come usually when people start eating healthy it's through a wake-up call? And like right, you know, a really scary one. And you know, I know for me personally, that's it was a wake-up call while I started eating healthy, but I'm like, what if like that didn't have to happen? You know, what if yeah. just start from the get-go loving you know doing what we're supposed to do loving our bodies in a way where we're like all right it's not like you said an emotional struggle or an emotional game game to eat what people would consider quote-unquote healthy which should just be the way we eat um right but, you know what if we could do that right out the gate so um, and, and what
0: you said that's exactly like that's my goal for my kids like I just want it to be regular I don't want it to be
1: weird yeah <laughs> don't let it be weird yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You seem to really motivate others, well, Rachel. Um, so I'm wondering, who are some of your motivators in fitness and life, or in general? Um, so do you look to for inspiration,
0: I my mother is really my big inspire when it comes to, um, you know, perseverance and just growing up. Like we were like, can't was never a thing in my house. So she homeschooled us. She taught us. She did her work on the side. You know what I'm saying? Like she did. She did all the things um no one's perfect she did all the things and we saw you know imperfection and whatnot but it was okay like you always you figured it out like so that's my big inspiration like yeah I'm gonna do it I just have to figure out how I'm going to do it um but as far as like external motivators I'm really not that type of person honestly um <laughs> I like I don't really care what other people are doing other people are doing like if it feels good to me and I want to do it I'm going to do it. And then my internal, like, reason for doing it is what fuels me. So um, I know I hear people say, like, oh, I need, like, a workout partner. It'll really make me work out. Like, I just like working out by myself because (laughs) it's, (laughs) like, it's just my thing. Like, I don't need anyone to, like, be there. Like, woo, go, you do that.
1: Like, I, I feel like there anyway. has to be some correlation between that type of personality and homeschooling because I,
0: maybe, <laughs> are you like that? I'm so
1: like <laughs> that. Like, okay. I'm literally, and like for the uh, growing up, like people just really couldn't understand it. Like uh, me and my siblings were all just like, if I want to do something, like whether we're together, whether we're just by myself, like this morning, I right. win. I was like, I'm going to run for a mile. and like, because I want to do it. Or like, I'm going to do. It. <laughs> yeah, but shoot, I <laughs> don't need
0: to be calling 10 people. I'm going right. Like- we
1: don't need a group. <laughs> you know, if I want to do it, I'm gonna get out there and do it. So that's awesome. And it's awesome that your mom is also a great inspiration. That parental inspiration is so beautiful. And before we wrap up, I'd love for you to tell us about your newest company, What's the Tea by Rachel Eats, um, your tea brand and online tea store. So if you could let us know why you started the business, why we should prioritize drinking tea or care about tea, we would love to know.
0: Tea is so incredibly healing. And like, honestly, I have stories like from older aunties, like after I started my tea business, like, be like you know, in their 90s and 80s and 90s and just they. And you find out like, oh, I drink tea every day, my whole entire life. So there's your testament. But tea, it helped me personally in my healing journey. Um, so that's why I started to recommend like blends um, to my clients, like when I would be coaching them through certain issues, and they'd be like, okay, where do I get it from? And then I realized like, oh, like, why aren't you supplying the tea? Like, that's it's almost like the need. Why are you sending them over there. <laughs> you should start doing the tea yourself. Hello. Yeah. Um, so that's why I started what's the tea. And like, I like the play on it. It's fun. It's supposed to just fit your need. Um, tea is so healing. So for instance, um, I get a lot of women and girls, you know, with your lady issues and me, I have polycystic ovaries. So even during pregnancy issues and whatnot, and tea can be controversial because, you know, out here, the FDA, et cetera, et cetera, they don't, it's not like a medicine, it's not medicinal. So again, like this advice that I'm giving I'm not a doctor, you should go check with your doctor. Don't come for me, Um, but don't come for me. me. Go to your doctor for his check. Um, But red raspberry leaf tea. So I like, I drank that through my pregnancies. I had amazing natural childbirth. And like, yes, I do credit my natural childbirth to that. And just certain situations, um, kids not focusing in school. Uh, My youngest had that issue. I started him doing like oat straw tea. And he had such an improvement over the year. Um, When I tell you, and it's not, it's not imaginary. I know people are like, oh my gosh, you're making that up. But it's true. (laughs) Just try things. You don't know until you try things. Yeah, right. um so that's why I swear by I swear by tea like tea is just everything if something's wrong I'm like oh look, we're gonna find the tea we're gonna just tea <laughs> and the kids like it my kids they drink tea with me every day um I think my husband's on the fence sometimes like it's
1: in tea. <laughs> like
0: drink the tea
1: <laughs> drink the tea now that's really cool yeah like, um I, I like that you brought up the fact that you use it during pregnancy and that children can yes. drink tea and it can help children. Because I think sometimes as a society, tea is kind of pushed off as like, are you going to high tea? You know, um, right, right not for everybody. Tea is this all of these preconceived notions about tea when it's like tea is here to help. You
0: know. Yeah, just drink the tea. Like y'all drink coffee every day. You can drink tea every day. And I don't I'm not a coffee drinker. So but. Yummy. Yeah, I, I don't really want like, like coffee. Yeah, like, if y'all drink coffee every day and you say, Oh my gosh, I need my coffee to start my day, like,
1: you can do it to me. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can drink tea too. So, do you, have, yeah. do you have a favorite blend at all? Or do your kids have a favorite blend?
0: I love my sleep blend. Ooh, I love my sleep blend. It's just very comfy with the mm-hmm. lavender and the chamomile. And uh, I have Ashwagandha in there. Um, mm. it's very effective yeah so you don't drink the sleep tea if you don't want to sleep it's like you will be out sleeping within 30 <laughs> minutes so yeah oh, my husband know. learned that <laughs> he learned that we had company he drank the sleep tea he snored through the whole visit so no. yeah
1: um
0: mm-hmm. so those with sleep um,
1: issues you know where you can go she's she's not a doctor but she is saying no. that the sleep tea puts you to sleep so
0: it puts you to sleep yeah um the kids they like the peppermint my Solomon likes the oat straw just because that's what I had him drinking you know the whole school year so he's just like on it (laughs) um and Amora she loves peppermint
1: oh peppermint is delicious oh yeah cool and refreshing very refreshing wakes you up so if you're trying to get off that coffee try some peppermint um yeah (laughs) how can (laughs) listeners learn more about what's the tea could you tell us your website um and how can we stay in um, touch with you? Do you have social media handles?
0: I do. Um, so the T website you can go to is just www what's the T by R-E. So it's you know the word what's the T and then B-Y-R-E dot com. Um, Instagram, I have at Rachel Eats, and that's Rachel R-A-C-H-E-A-L, and then the word Eats. And I have links like from there to all the other things that I do. So. That's
1: it, really. <laughs> Perfect. So, definitely visit yeah. the website, guys. Check her out on social media. I'm also going to drop um, th- Rachel's information and in the link to her website and her social media handle in the show notes. So, if you're looking to learn more, want to grab some things, um, or just like follow her, like I do for inspiration for that day when you might want to reach out <laughs> for her sister, <assistance>, hey. um, <laughs> you know, then you can go to the show notes and find that. And, Rachel, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited for people to get this information to their kids and families. And yeah, it was truly a pleasure talking to you and, and getting your wisdom.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm so glad that you did this.
1: righty, So have a wonderful day. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. So what'd you think? How will you take what you learned today on the Ed Gap Evolution podcast to make sure that more children and families know that they have more options for building a magnificent future? If you like what you heard and want to get notified when the next episode goes live, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll notify you when the next episode is out. Don't forget to check the show notes where I share information on today's guests, and yes we do have a website you can always pop in on us at www.eggapevolution.com again i'm mariah phillips and i leave you with this embrace the evolution y'all